Okay, so welcome everyone. Would we like to get started with our earthquakes? Yes. Yeah. So in three, two, one. Oh, okay. A little bit more <laughs> movement going on here. <laughs> Objects are falling down around us. <laughs> You're listening to Curious Canberra. I'm Sonia G. Every week, the ABC Canberra newsroom answers a question sent in by you. This week, online reporter Sophie Kestevan is answering a question from Ian about earthquakes in the ACT. So, we've come to a place in Canberra where earthquakes happen every day. We're in Questacon's Earthquake Lab, waiting out an earthquake that's around 5.5 in magnitude. Ian wanted to know, what is the known earthquake history of the ACT and is there a map showing the high-risk zones? Taking us through the earthquake experience was Caitlin from Questacon. I remember hearing of some earthquakes here in Canberra myself, but I don't think I've ever experienced one as far as I know. But earthquakes are kind of always happening pretty much everywhere. Often they're just way too small for us to feel. So this is a website called the IRS Earthquake Browser. We have a map in here on the screen that we can use to pinpoint any earthquake that anyone has been in. It's a publicly accessible map. We've had someone write to us to say that they lived here in the 1970s and felt an earthquake that came, they think, off the back of Mount Taylor. Would you be able to see if that one's there? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll go to the time frame that that would have happened in. So the 1970s. So we've got a few dots popping up. So there's one here right near Yamba Drive, actually. Oh, 1975, 2.5. So that definitely would have been feelable. And then we've also got uh, one in 1978 that's actually quite close. This one actually is quite close to Mount Taylor. 2.2. It was the school holidays and Questacon was really busy. There was a lightning strike about to go off behind us. So Sophie and I went looking for a quiet place to talk. We've come to Questacon to feel what an earthquake, you know, to get a sense of what that might feel like. Where did you go to find a more concrete answer to Ian's question? Well, I went to Geoscience Australia, which was a privilege considering I phoned them up late last year after experiencing an earthquake off the coast of Bowen. So to step inside and see the type of equipment that they use day to day there was, you know, fascinating. I was taken into a room that had all these computer screens and um, on each of these computer screens they were able to monitor seismic data from not just around Australia but from around the world as well. I got to speak to Trevor Allen who's a seismologist at Geoscience Australia and here's a bit of what he had to say while I was trying to look for signs of seismic activity on some of the screens there. The computers essentially automatically crunch the numbers, provide us with an, an automatic location and magnitude, and then I guess our analysts that man this desk 24-7 um, then go to work and, and verify that, yes, it is an earthquake um, and do, a, I guess, a, a manual location to, to get a better estimate of where the earthquakes occurred and, and what its size is. It's like there's some sizable lines up. Um, on one of the screens up there. Yeah, so that doesn't necessarily look like an earthquake to me. Um, oh, okay. So, as I mentioned, our seismometers are very sensitive and so they can pick up cultural noise, they can pick up kangaroos jumping past. Uh, so that potentially could be some sort of generator or something that's oh, wow. <laughs> start, started nearby. So, yeah, there are some very noisy signals, but, I mean, when an earthquake does happen, you will see... Definitely, there's big yellow lines <laughs> yeah. everywhere. 
We went through two different earthquakes here at Questacon, one that was two point something ish that didn't feel that bad and a more substantial one. Has Canberra seen anything like those two simulations? There has been some quite small earthquakes around the region over the past hundred years, but there has also been some more sizable earthquakes that have taken place as well. So having a bit of a chat with seismologist Trevor Allen, I began by asking him when the most recent earthquake took place. Well, the last widely felt earthquake occurred back in 2012. And so that was an earthquake near Wee Jasper, so just out of the ACT, um, a magnitude 3.7. And that, that was widely felt across Canberra and the region. In terms of the last earthquake to occur within the ACT itself, there was uh, one in February last year, a, a very small magnitude 1.5 earthquake um, down near Namaji National Park. We can detect earthquakes down to very small magnitudes that are barely felt by people. When I was out at Geoscience Australia, I had a chat with Dan Clark out there, and he's a earthquake geologist, and he's tasked with studying the fault lines around the region, and many of these fault lines have occurred from large earthquakes that have taken place millions of years ago. In particular, he's been studying the Lake George faults, and he said on average the Lake George faults could have an event every 20,000 years, but it hasn't had one for the past 100,000 years, so it's quietly biding its time. But is that the case for all the faults? Another thing that we're studying is whether Lake George Fault is now quiet, but the Murrumbidgee Fault to the west of Canberra might be more active now. And with the University of Canberra, we're studying uh, places like Canberra Gorge, which have chewed down into their basement rocks, indicating a period of activity younger than the Lake George Fault. So there are a dozen faults around us that are of, of interest for these large earthquakes and we're just starting to study them and get an understanding of how often we might expect a large earthquake in Canberra. Still very infrequent though. If you are listening to this and you, you do experience an earthquake here in Canberra, did you get any advice as to what to do? Yeah, well, having a chat with the seismologist at Geoscience Australia, Trevor Allen, he was telling me that what you need to do is duck, cover and hold. So if you're in an office building or at your home, you should jump under your office desk, hold onto it very tightly because it will be moving around, particularly if it's a very large earthquake. And what you want to do is you want to protect yourself from false ceilings that might be falling out on top of you or lights as well or bookcases that could potentially fall on top of you and do a lot of damage. But I was also curious to ask Trevor, what should you do in the case of being outside when a large earthquake takes place? Generally, if you're outside, you should be pretty safe. So I guess one of the mantras that we often work by is that it's not earthquakes that kill people, it's buildings that kill people. So if you do have the misfortune of standing near a building, it's best to get away from that building because as we saw from the Christchurch earthquakes, things like parapets and, and other non-structural components of buildings can actually fall down and fall down quite rapidly. So if you do feel the ground start to shake, move to a clear space, sit down and <laughs> enjoy the ride. Ian had also asked whether there were any earthquake maps, and we've put two of them on our website. There's a map of Australia that highlights some of the high-risk earthquake zones in red. We've also shared a map of the ACT, showing all the earthquakes that have been recorded between 1959 and 1999. Our website is abc.net.au curiouscanberra. You can ask your own question there or vote for one that you would like answered.